This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ! A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. And I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. First victory of the year on the line. Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and yes. caught. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. They did it. Amon Ross St. Brown in the receiving end. Oh, they're rushing the field. They've done it. Three zeros on the clock. This game is over. It's over. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. We are back, baby. Woo! Detroit is back in general. Let's go. Uh, Lions <laughs> with a 29-27 victory on the last play of the game over the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, so, yeah. One, yes. ten, and one. Whoa. Let's, go. Let's freaking go. Last play of the game, a touchdown pass to Amon Ross St. Brown, who had 10 catches, 86 yards, and a touchdown. We're going to get into all of that, but before we do, let's introduce... The Blue Kool-Aid crew. So I'm Big Z, rep, uh, and then we got Connor. Go Lions, baby. And we got Bob. Hello there. Then Red Dog. Yo! And last but not least, UJ. I'm so happy. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get down to, I mean, I, it, we are just so overjoyed with the results. Oh, yeah. Of the game. Uh, so, so happy. It's something was, different to talk about. I'm so yeah, happy. <laughs> it's not the same story. Uh, the Lions scored over 20 points for the second time this year. And look what happened. We won. When we wow. scored 20 points in a game. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. It's like There's scoring a more points there. than your opponent is a good thing. How it's amazing when you have a you number have? one receiver. How much confidence did you guys have in Jared Goff to go down and win this game of the Lions? thousand percent. thousand percent. Yeah. That's not true. I did. I had somewhere around 10. I had like 60. I think I had in my pregame predictions that he would lead a drive, so I had my confidence. Maybe 65. So, I, well, after the game he had, I had a higher confidence than I would have. If you had told me before it's today true. that he had a chance to win the game, I would have been like 10%. But after his game, I'd say 60. I think I was all yeah. ready to beat the dog, throw something oh through the window. Yeah. <laughs> Poor dog. Uh, it was, yeah. yeah. UJ is uh... – <laughs> Wow. He's friends with Michael Vick. You didn't like know that, did you? <laughs> Some dark the stuff. Yeah, what the heck? The well, this, this was definitely Jared Goff's oh. best game of uh, the season. It's so Lions far. career. Um, yeah. yeah, you can you can throw out a couple throws, like the, the back uh, back shoulder throw to Brock Wright up the seam for a touchdown. That was nice. The one, the one, I think his best throw is the T.J. Hawkinson in the triple coverage. He just threaded the needle right there, and a great catch by Hawk. Uh, and they got the targeting and, one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But that was a that was a great throw. That was like yep. a throw that we'd see. I like, got a staffer, you know, just saying like, "Screw it, I'm gonna throw it right in here inside the arm strength." Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just saw his confidence with Jared Goff in terms of his pocket presence. Uh, he's he was he's, confident. Pocket so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, but even his pocket presence, a couple times he did 
uh, was a little smoother. Like there was one where he had two guys coming right in. We did like a nifty little sidestep and then one dude, they took each other out and he kind of kept the play alive and ran for like a yard. And I was like, wow, he actually looks confident finally in the pocket. Like he doesn't, his movements aren't jittery. And I'm not saying that it was all game. He, he wasn't perfect, obviously, but he showed signs of, he showed signs of what he could be, what we've been, what I've been waiting. What I think I believe we, he could be anyway. So I was yeah. excited with that performance. It has to be a clean pocket for him to be successful. Still. It helps. Yeah. It certainly yeah. helps. Carolina's but what it is, he spreads the ball up. He yeah, did. Suwall continues to just dominate. Like he's, he's stud. He's highly graded in every game. Like he's a rock now. All- I mean, I'm not mad we didn't get Chase Young anymore. Like freaking Penny Sewell is the super stud. Yeah, he's one of our best offensive players. Have to say. Yeah, I mean, and I him and Decker. Yeah, the, the, I mean, this was an all-around, I mean, this finally, the offense woke up. It, it got off to a slow start still and then really woke up in the second quarter. Yeah, um, that weird malfunction sack they gave up in the first drive, was it? when? Right. Like, he just came off free off the edge. That was bad. I mean, but golf just, it's it's fine. It was just refreshing to see, like, downfield passes, and even in tight coverage. Yeah. Like, hey, it's good things could happen. <laughs> Yeah, what there's what he hey, Cock had a couple good looks today. There's but, some good You know, I'll tell you what though. The it's it may not be obvious on the stat sheet, but Reynolds opens up this offense. He was the missing piece to this offense. Not like him necessarily personally, but the type of player that can hold down a number one receiver spot and do what that needs to be done to com- complete the offense that opens up the entire playbook. And you just see that by the way we're being able to push the ball down the field more. To the other receivers as well. Yeah, having Josh Reynolds in there has definitely made a difference for the offense, for sure. Except for the first week against Cleveland, that was all. No, not right yeah, away. Well, yes, it had to adjust, but he definitely. Yeah. Had just for the Lions' right receiver that they threw him out there to play the most snaps, like the, a week after getting signed to the team. Uh, right. Yeah, I think he gives Goff good confidence, though. He's, he knows he has something. Yeah. Can, yeah, and he can run after the catch too. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. been a good addition. He's also a threat that makes you the safeties have to respect him. That opens up the tight ends and the seam and things like that, which we finally saw great seam passing, which like I think I we've oh, been yeah. waiting for since like forever. Even Stafford didn't always do that as much as we like. Like, wow, that was nice to see. Yeah, Rudd Dog, I, I agree with that. I don't know about the Stafford part, but I, I, I was <laughs> waiting for that this year, but throwing out up the seam. I mean, like, that's like we have Hawkinson. Like, why don't we do that more? Like, right. we finally did it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't Stafford's fault, Bob. It was more of the coordinators we've had over the years. We didn't throw it as much as we liked, except for Jim but... Bob Cooter. Who... <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. oh boy. Would, would Jim Bob have called this offensive game that that we called on Sunday? We'd have ten wins hey, right now. That I will say, one of the funniest things I I was dying when Goff did this. It was a so bonehead that last the in the. At the end of the game, when he drops back on that play action, which was a terrible call, by the way, which I'm sure we're going to get to, but uh, when he drops back and then he sidesteps that guy, and he's like, "Okay, he's gone. I'm just going to peruse the field." Yeah, oh, there's there's there, my guy. Like, and I'm like, time, yeah. "What? The guy's right there. You literally just saw him. Like, he's not gone." Right. Like, I was like, "What are you the, doing?" And if you go back and watch some of the other, even like the throws that were under duress, he continues to like do this thing where he doesn't step up in the pocket he keeps drifting back and it's right. impossible for his tackles to make a block yes <laughs> the, i have the tackles yeah. do their job and then he steps into these like in, in the front yeah. i'm like just step up 
Yeah. I'll, screenshot. I'll have to post it on uh, our social media just to see what I'm talking about. Because it's like, just step up. It's right there. He's definitely got plenty to iron out in his game still. That's for that's sure. That's true. But I, I think Goff is building confidence the last couple mm-hmm. weeks. I, I, he's actually playing yeah. a lot better. And uh, yeah. to, to see him at the end of the game when he won and running over oh, Campbell. Campbell. Him a big hug. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. Do you yeah, guys think that's Do you guys think that's a result of Campbell being in his headset? Do you think this is he's helping his confidence with their, their uh, yeah. whatever's going on in the field he being back and is. forth? Probably. I gotta he think that like was Campbell's like mission. Off, like because he's in the ear and the helmet, like uh, like like two twenty two, like blue 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 drag to the left. Uh, hey hey buddy, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, you the, the you sheer relief that. Everyone on that sideline felt at the end of that game. Oh my oh, god! So much to all of them, and the locker room, like the bear hugs of uh, oh, it was, it was just great. It felt to like see. a Super Bowl victory. It did. It was so <laughs> but like we needed this so bad. Three hundred and sixty-four days without a win. You can't. Oh, it's brutal. For a full year. Yeah, you're right. Couldn't take it to a whole year. No hey, way. That was. It was funny. Goff running out the field though, and he was going right for uh, Campbell, but someone else jumped in the way, like the. The body bump him. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, was yeah, that right? Right? Oh, was trying to like avoid him because <laughs> he got married. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anyone saw that. I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I think that was cool, though. I mean, the, the way this team's been fighting week after week, I mean, they've Absolutely. been coming up short, but yeah, the team's really fighting hard. And, and so when they finally got the victory, the excitement was palpable. I mean, it was oh, everywhere. Man. I mean, we were we were at home here. Uh, we're jumping up and down, high fiving, and for a, a one win team, and it was so yeah, good. I know. yeah, oh, it was fun. It was so know. good. It was elation. It. it was pure elation. It was. <laughs> I was oh, so yeah. good. I I don't I don't think I said this on the pod yet, but I literally got congratulation texts from people like oh, I yeah. accomplished something, like I had won an Oscar or something. Like, congrats, man! We knew you could do it. We're so happy for you, boys. Like, thank you. We worked really hard on this win. Yeah, well, yeah. we did. Yeah, I got a lot of the similar. Things. That's that's funny. It, it is funny. Yeah, I do too. Believe me. Lions are back. I mean, we're back. There's no if and the buts about it. The Detroit Lions have arrived. Here. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, let's continue yeah. well, digging you know, into some of the things that work. Especially, I mean, we gotta talk about the offense just in terms of things that work. Um, Jamal Williams did step up in this game. 17 carries for 71 yards. Ran pretty hard. Only, yeah, I mean, his uh, longest run of the game is 11 yards, but he averaged over four yards a carry. Yeah, very effective. Yeah. He so that was first downs. All those four yard first downs were just grinding. That made us keep the ball and they made all those drives and all the passes so much more effective. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But and didn't you guys love that? I mean, the names that were getting called out in this game were like Jacobs, Barnes, St. Brown. I mean, all these like young yep. guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. these are the guys that would be the future. You know, if they're starting to make plays and start to win, you know, yeah. when we start to add talent, it's gonna be True. awesome. Jacobs is a freaking stud at the line of scrimmage, man. Any of those short plays, he yeah. flies out there. He's making tackles. He is unbelievable, man. His his decision making and his his uh, his reaction to the those short passes and stuff just unbelievably. They never yeah. learned their lesson. They kept trying it on him and it never worked. He's he's dominant, right? And it, it it was really effective against a team like Minnesota that likes to run a lot of screens, uh, especially at the wide receiver position. They were they were unable to block him on the outside. For the most no, part. telling you that guy's a I don't know. He's he, what a fine. That's all I can say. Or not coaching him up right or whatever it is. But he is just playing lights out, man. He's playing mm-hmm. so good. He's fun to watch. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, but on, on the offensive yeah, side the of things, uh, sticking on that side for a moment, um, I mean, we, we, we talked about the offensive line, but this is definitely their best collective uh, effort of the season as far as the mm-hmm. offensive line goes, uh, especially guys like Jonah Jackson and Big V uh, really stepping up in this game, uh, playing probably their best football. I will say this. I mean, the, the Vikings were really depleted on defense. They, it was almost yeah. a defense full of backups, but uh, – I, regardless, yeah, but we're pretty depleted too. I mean, that's yeah. everywhere. You can't go yeah. by that. I mean, no. They kept off I know, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I'm just noting it. <laughs> but they kept a clean I mean, pocket and given up like 30 points in a bunch of games. But uh, yeah, still a great effort by them um, in this one. And, and we got to, of course, call out Amon Ross St. Brown. This is oh yeah, stellar. Uh, and that's what you love to see, especially Kenny. I don't know what the Vikings were doing. They just they just let him walk right into the yeah. onto the goal line to catch them all. That's that was bad. crazy. I, I still can't believe that route at the end where they score. Apparently, <laughs> they've been know. practicing that like every week since training camp. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's wow. I love. And in the last it. couple of weeks, it changed to St. Brown being the guy getting it. You know, I love that. I love to hear that. Like that's because that's in like the perfect thing of what the epitome of what just happened this week. They learned. All the learning they finally have done, it's accumulated. They finally learned how to get a win, you know, like, and that's going to, that's going to pay dividends. I bet they go on a streak after this. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, they got a taste for it. Now they know what it takes. Yeah. Like Campbell said it himself. Now we know what it takes. Like now we've learned what goes in, what, it, what you have to do at the minimum it takes to get a win in this league. And, and now, you know, now it's about getting better at doing that. But now that they know that, I think this team is gonna got a taste, and they're hungry, and they're gonna they're not they're not gonna want to lose this feeling. Sorry, you draft pick people out there. Yeah, we we might win a couple more games. Yeah, yeah. Love your little draft. I had four and a half over. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did too. I, I put money on that too. I know. You're not hitting that over. Hey, hey but what? did you did you see Campbell Why? in the locker room though? I I just oh his honesty is really refreshing. I mean. He says, hey, defense, we put you in some bad spots, man. We put you in some bad spots out there. But you know what? You responded. <laughs> and he's admitting all this stuff. Like, yeah, yeah we did some stupid stuff. <laughs> and he's like, offense. You rose above it anyway. You guys, you guys came out when it mattered most. <laughs> that was, they did. I mean, yeah. was great. he was so jazzed. They're all dancing in the locker room like, People made fun of them on Twitter, like, oh, like, act like you've done it before, but they needed this so badly. They it's weird. Absolutely. Every time I watch it, like, someone starts cutting onions nearby. It's like a yeah. weird phenomenon. Uh, I, I don't know. I watched with the, the radio call for the last touchdown was awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard uh, it. He is so it. excited, like, so ecstatic. Like, he was just all Lions fans in that moment. If anyone yeah. hasn't heard it, that listens to this pod. I highly that is, recommend finding that. It was out. really cool the Lions to get this win, too, uh, with uh, everything going on in uh, Oxford and stuff. So, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Yes. Well, Great week for Michigan sports in general with the Oxford. Yeah, yeah. how about it? Go Blue! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully that can lighten the day of people who've had some yeah. serious um, tragedy. Before we move on to the defense side, just a couple other things I want to note. Uh, I thought I thought the biggest play of that drive uh, for the Lions at the end there was um, Iguabuke catching it over the middle and getting out of bounds. Yes, all the absolutely. Way to the other side. Yeah, if he doesn't oh, get right. that, that takes like another 20 seconds. That was, and a fourth down. that was elite, man. He is, oh, I'm loving everything about this kid. He is impressing at every single turn. Yeah, he, he's definitely uh, improved, I think, as the season's gone on, for sure. 
um, and, and cementing a place on the roster in the future. And I, I, Jamar Jefferson, we only saw him a little bit in this game, uh, not too much. Uh, I, th- I think his, his pass protection leaves a lot to be desired. I think that's why we don't see him out there as much uh, yet. But Jamal Williams continues to look really good in pass protection. Yeah. Uh, but Brock Wright, it was good to see him out there doing some yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tutty. We've nice. all been uh, drinking the Kool-Aid on him uh, for, to, for his roster spot. So glad because he was he was he was cut. Now he's back and then he really nice touchdown uh, in this game. Although a really really nice throw, just all around really good play. Mm-hmm. Uh, right there. But uh, yeah. even but Evan Brown, uh, another good game out of him. As, as far as the backup center goes, I don't think you can ask for too much more. We've got a this lot kid's making it. money for himself this year. That's oh. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He looks like a starter. Well, you can ask him not to get COVID because he apparently is on the COVID list now. So he's questionable. Oh, no. oh is he really? Uh, yeah. Great. But it, it could depend, though, because they, they don't know if he get, got his shot or not. If he had a shot, all he needs is two, two Was negative he tests. Immunized? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, don't, they don't seem to know. It's, it's like <laughs> the a question secret. mark. They're not real. Anyway, but he can have two, two negative tests within 24 hours before Sunday and, and he'll be able to play. That's if Let's he hope that works out. If he didn't get a shot, then uh, there's got a 10 days and all that other stuff. So oh he probably won't play Sunday. And, so let's let's go to the defensive side for a minute. So you mentioned Jacobs. I, he definitely stood out in this game. Uh, making, oh, yeah. Oh, he was a beast. Those open field tackles were like critical early oh, yeah. on in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. They uh, just stifled the offense. For and then, Vikings. of course, uh, Charles Harris, I think, was the player of the game defensively for this team. Just making some big yeah. plays continues to really just step up uh, when this he defense needed a pass. That fumble here. in the second quarter was awesome. Yeah. From Charles Harris. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the, the fumble that he caused uh, near the end of the first half uh, got us in the field. field goal. You guys think we uh, invest in keeping him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean, do you think we invest in keeping him? I think uh, what you go for. Uh, I think they have to. I think they make an offer, but they're not going to. Like, especially if we get like, especially if we draft someone like Thibodeau or Hutchinson with the first pick, are we going to want a guy? Are we going to break the bank to keep a, a veteran? He but he's proven better. He's breaking a bank, though. I think we signed for four and a half million this year. He won't probably go for more than, if, if anything. If he hits double digit that's, that's sacks, though, I mean, <clears throat> he's proven himself. If you hit double digit sacks, that's a payday. You're yeah, gonna... but he also, this is the only year he's done it. So, true. I think there's still a bit of caution with a, a guy. At, like, with I think it's how he's been used, though. So, deal. we'll see. That's true. I hope we retain them though and put them across yeah, from wherever we draft. We and... But it has to be at the right place. We do. You can't pay him. But, uh, there's no way. Or, yeah. Seven or eight, I think Out, too much. Yeah. Outside of that, though, I thought our linebackers played decently well. Like Derek Barnes on the two point stuff, I think was awesome to see. Yes. And I thought Anzalone didn't play a bad game either. On that Anzalone on the pass defense, Anzalone on the pass defense on second down, that was huge. Yeah. Yeah, on the goal line. It's yeah. nice seeing some guys yeah, step on the goal up line. Probably moments. a few, uh, quicker step. That's a pick six right there on that goal. Yeah. Line. Speaking of pick sixes or just picks in general, freaking Lucky Charms blew it. It threw it right to his chest. Yeah, that was tough. Aurier, man, he had a he had it right in his. Oh, yeah. He hey, picked picks, up his streak he going. Game. He, 
Big Z, like, you got the you got the Patricia coaching style. You know, Anzalone makes a great play to stop the pass, and you're like, well, you could have picked it if you did this. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn I'll you! Say one more stuff. One more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he continues to have an up and like he, I mean he, he was just so he was okay in this game, but that wasn't nice playing the goal line at least. Uh, but he is out there so much, uh, it, it's hard to be top of the top of your effort when you're out there for 76 straight plays as a linebacker. He's a baller though, man. Yeah, you're right. He's not perfect, but he's a player and he makes plays. He gives he gives some up, but he gets his generally. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Hey, I don't know if anybody else noticed too, but. Uh, the youth seems to be taking over on the D line a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yes. AK played a bunch first of sack. Him and McNeil played most of the yeah, time. Yeah, forty-eight. McNeil. I see McNeil finally get some reps. Like I feel like got away with that face weird. mask. Thank God. Yeah, well, we, you know what? We've McNeil earned that face mask after all these. This years. is a pretty bad game for McNeil. If you go back and watch it, it's not good. Uh, well, no. I mean, you got to think of it this way, though. We're now a one-win team. You can let him figure it out. <laughs> I'm not devastated yeah. to see him out there. He had moments. We're no longer moments. part of that, you know, pitiful no win team group. If anymore. you just look at December, we're, we're big. We're we're, pe- we're big spenders now. We're, yeah, we're somebody. Lost the game in December. If you go back and watch though, <laughs> McNeil and the run game uh, is pretty struggled because he yeah he gets blown back two or three yards consistently in this yeah. game. Uh, mm. So it was, and then it's it's just like if he doesn't get if he just keeps his guy even at the line like. Uh, that they probably stopped some of these bigger runs that they allowed in this game. Yeah. I'm curious, how do you guys think this game would have gone if DeAndre Swift had been healthy and played? Mm. We'd have won by 20. I don't know. Yeah, do you, I might have scored more, honestly. Do you think we would have won by more? Do you think that would have yeah. changed the dynamic of the whole game? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, Goff is – It's just a question. I'm just Early asking. in the season, he seemed to be focused on Swift and Hawkinson, Swift and Hawkinson. This game, he spread the ball around, so maybe right. that did help him a little bit. Yeah, at least in the short yeah. term. If they could spread it with Swift still in there, I think he oh, still yeah. he offers them the best chance. Like he's just more explosive than what you get with Williams, and and offers that big play opportunity. Right. Yeah. You guys, I I had one observation during the game. I don't know if you guys think this at all, but the Vikings kind of reminded me of the Lions of like a few years ago. They have like a great receiver. You know, they got <laughs> a lot of talent, and then they lose in heartbreaking fashion when they they. They could have won the, all these games. They come really all these in. games. Oh yeah, and like you know, they could very well be like a, a nine win team, eight win team, or whatever. But uh, but they're not. <laughs> so it's kind of reminding me of earlier Lions teams. But yeah, I see there's some there for sure. You know, it's funny about this this team. though, that I'm reading stuff from uh, Chicago and Minnesota, and they're already talking about picking a wrecking ball to their teams. So if if you look at, I know their records are better than ours or anything, but we're, we're sort of a step up on them. As far as the near yeah. future, goes. we're trending, yeah. baby. Like yeah. we, like this is a really important year for us, and and what they've done, and letting all these kids play, and we're finding out we're finding players that, you know, I mean, we're yeah. really having some luck finding some players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another draft or two, and we're we're gonna be right up there, man. We're gonna be. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, you We already swung the wrecking ball, so we're like a year. Right, away. exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, I honestly think a few key picks and and free agent moves. And we could be a really competitive team next year. I'm really like, happy with Brad Holmes' draft class so far. Yes. I'm very happy. Like, I, my confidence in him is higher than it's ever been right now. Mm-hmm. I know any, out there, not everyone's doing great, but overall. No, and you got to include those undrafted free agents that they picked. Oh, I oh mean, yeah. Geez. Geez. It's unreal what they're doing. Uh-huh. I mean. 
I mean, is the coaching just be like fourth, fifth round picks? Is this just miraculous, like like magic level coaching, or is this like just good eye for talent? What is this like? Just a combination of all? I think it's a robust analytics program combined with with scouting and. I think it's a good. I think Mm -hmm. it also uh, speaks to communication that they preach um, in the organization and collaboration from the top down, uh, because. It seemed like Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn weren't on the same page as some of those draft picks and uh, yeah. some of the coaches. And uh, like, for instance, wanted, right. uh, what was the one D tackle that they really wanted? I can't remember. Uh, he went to the Panthers. I can't remember for life of me the name right now. Oh, but, uh, yeah. I remember. But, uh, Wait, who I went to the... Auburn? A D tackle out of Auburn, but I can't remember the name. Fairly? Brown? Brown? Nick Fairley, I like the Nick Fairley. No, Nick Fairley. We drafted him. No. Oh, wait. Who are you talking about? I don't know. I can't remember the name. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, there was a D tackle that he wanted. Then we end up going a different direction. Oh, we got Kuda instead. Derek it was Brown. it was Derek Dan, Brown. That's it. Derek, Derek Brown. I said Brown. Thanks, Kid J. Oh, thanks. Derek Kid Brown J. instead of Akuda was the, the the call there, right? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, only. But the lines of preach communication top down from the day one, mm-hmm. um, in collaboration, um, from all the ranks, and I think when you have that kind of collaboration, you can find the players that match Aaron Glenn, Glenn's vision for the defense with the, the scouting. And then they get in a room and decide on the best choice. And I, I didn't always get that sense from the previous um, regime necessarily. Like getting a guy like definitely Anthony, not. for instance, is definitely a guy that Aaron Glenn wanted that building for his defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay, pay Aaron Glenn. I'm saying it right now. They'll pay him a lot more money. Keep him for a couple more years. Make sure, yeah. make sure he's still have him for like two more well, years at least. Is Dan Campbell going the yeah. offense going forward? I mean, uh, next. Year. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. We still got a lot of I season see. left here to figure out I more about that. Points yeah. in a game. The sky's the, the sky's think, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let's not. Uh, let's not that put the card before the horse. What happened well, in uh, the fourth quarter there when we had to get one yard? And what what did we call? Twice oh, in this game, fourth and one. Uh, there yeah, but that play action call was exceptionally bad. I like going for it though. I just yeah. oh, I like going for it, but that play he what we're talking about the actual call. It's play action. Like, I mean, Goff didn't execute it great either, but he, it did not, It was a bad this call. Is the thing that separates Tom Brady, I think, from a lot of these other quarterbacks too. I think it's a little underrated. When it's fourth and one, he can get that quarterback sneak easier than anybody. Uh, well, the Lions, yeah. the Lions, the Lions have to run it this year. They have well, one the, quarterback state, so really we did in this game. The first, yeah, fo- first fourth down conversion was fourth was and a, one. It was like a long one. Snap. It was like that almost was two. And then they was a, and Goff does a quarterback. That was the first forward. one though, and I was happy. I, I liked the call. They just didn't execute it well. But, I would uh, give that to Williams or something, or ram it down the middle. Like, I hey, hey yeah. can I bring up the the fourth down call in the in the fourth quarter again ironically even the way it turned out probably won the game for us oddly enough because if we'd have punted there and minnesota had the ball they could have you know done a real long drive down the field ran the clock out as it turned out they had a very short field and when they scored there was still a minute 50 left on the clock and which allowed us to have that drive so yeah. ironically, yeah. even though it failed, I mean, we could have stopped that too if we had it, but it, it put saying. us in position to have a razor thin barely odds beating drive for sure. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just funny how it turned out that Apparently way. the analytics said go for it there too. But you know what? Yeah, we I'll get agree. that first down there and we get a long drive and we go down and score and we don't get, you know, 
like the heart palpitations we had. The, yeah. you know? no, I think <laughs> like, everyone agreed with the play. Everyone agreed that it was right to go on four and on fourth. I think just the play action play call was that. Yeah, that's yeah, all I'm saying for exactly, sure. Yeah. I'm not questioning the but decision, just the call. In, in terms of Dan Campbell and his play calling, I still think in an ideal world, you find a new offensive coordinator. Right. No, I calls plays. But I'm not sure. It's nice. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just I, I, Jerry's I, I out think, as far as I, I think mean, one good game has blinded some people to frustration. Blinded? It's two. He's only done it for a few games. We has like a last rest of the season. Yeah. Let's see how he grows and develops. If he starts to, if he's not doing good, what if he starts turning the like letting the league on fire or something? We don't know what's going to happen. Let's sure. just see. It's it's happens, such as not why we brought him in. He's already past nope. Lombardi. And he's slightly past Cooter. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Come on. Uh, he's definitely he past Lombardi. He's growing yeah, he exponentially like a giant. I mean, I think he might. Lombardi. I think he's I, next I, to I Jim mean, Bob Cooter right now. He's at the same stage Jim Bob Cooter was when he took the interim spot. Shame like on he's, you. Well, this is crazy. I mean, I'm he had a good game offensively, but come on, you can't. Why are you so determined to shut it down? This project, like, let's see what happens. I'm not saying shut it down, but this sudden idea that he's this offensive god when that's never why we brought him. Oh, offensive god, what are you talking about? Like, all we're saying is he, he, if he he might be able to do a good job if he figures this thing out. That's when they plan this entire thing in an ideal world, you have an offensive. Play caller who calls plays that is not Dan Campbell. That's why is that an ideal world? Yeah, why? 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 In an ideal world, we'd world. win a Super Bowl no matter what it looks like. In an ideal world, we would work. In an ideal world, we have a coach uh, quarterback who plays and, uh, you know, can throw the ball 90 yards. But yeah, you guys are crazy. Two receivers 10 feet tall. You and have can... one game over 20 points and doesn't have to jump. losing your mind. Like, no, but if they start winning over exaggerating, points, wait till we actually get some weapons on offense. You know, then <laughs> who knows? What yes. Happens. Yeah. Like, I no kidding. Think, I think you guys are overhyping this whole Campbell play. Call. I think you're just I, over, going the other way. I, incredibly I strong. Like yeah, seriously. Now I kind of hope Campbell keeps it just to see. Yeah. Well, you know I, what, I, this... Connor? I actually do agree in terms of I, I, I would, I, I think they get another play caller for next year. Not, I don't think Dan Campbell keeps that's it. All but it would be saying. interesting to see the rest outrageous. of the season. No, I think he I'm should not... continue calling plays this season so he gets good at it. But I'm just saying, I think for the Lions, ideally, they find a new offensive coordinator, maybe a more forward-thinking one that like takes over play calling again. I think that was what they originally envisioned when they brought in Anthony Lynn, which didn't work out. Yeah, I think that's I okay. Call anything on board thinking, unfortunately. I think but, their uh, vision is whatever works. And yeah, I, I agree. If yeah. grows into this spot, I have no problem with him being the guy. Yeah, if he turns that's into Sean I'm Payton, saying. then he's been groomed by Sean Payton. So if he can get to that level, that'd be a Sure. Perfect. I just like, there's no way you can convince me that preseason they're like we have plans for dan campbell to take over halfway through the season and play. If the offense greatly improved, oh the plan's been diverted a little bit yeah. i would entertain the idea of them maybe staying on but right now i, I would think he just finished out the season and they they find something uh, to take over next year. honestly yeah, i wouldn't be I'm mad saying. if they kept anthony lynn on and him and campbell continue to develop this offense together as they add more talent to it because i think yeah they've been they've had their struggles this year and the way they've called it but I don't really want to teach a whole new offense to next year to the team and make everyone go through the same growing pains again. 
let's let these guys continue to grow together and, and, you know, learn what works and learn what doesn't. Cause they've already shown a propensity to grow. Cause that's what this win was. This wasn't like a fluky win. This was a win that was a culmination of all the beatings they've taken up to this point. So, Andy I mean, Goff is a quarterback next year. Too. I mean, I think that's because of his contract. Probably. I mean, if they keep building the, this rapport between him and Campbell and they keep building his confidence, I think it's a very strong possibility that he could go for a while and be very successful. Hey, but do you guys think Lynn will want to come back? You know, that, that pulled the play calling from him. Zach, it's not one good game. This is the this is a game that's. I'm sorry, Bob. I didn't mean. I didn't hear your no, question because I was answering the Z. It's not one. It's not one game. It's this is. is we've game. seen what he can it do in game. the past. We've seen what his success can be when he's on, operating at his optimal, and when he took his team to the Super Bowl. So we know he's what he's capable of. This is what we've been working towards: bringing him out of his shell and getting him to trust his arm down the field and his decision making. So, I mean, yeah, this is one good game. I'm not saying we're guaranteed to suddenly be great, but going forward, I, he, the possibility, I think, is very real that he could develop into be, a true yeah. starter. Against a better secondary, I'd be curious to see how he does because the Vikings are... We will we'll get those chances. Like one game for Ruddog to get right back on the jerk-off train. Yeah. I, <laughs> if we, I'm still fine. If we draft... But I mean, come on! We're finally seeing the results, though. You can't be like, "Oh, you we'll you keep get getting the same results. Things have been so bad. Like, I want to see improvement. I want to see improvement." He improves, and it's like, "Oh, well, he's still not the answer." And he's maybe he's not. But I'm just saying, he at least is showing this the improvement that I wanted to see. Finally, that's all. I'm not sold. He could still suck, but right. he's got. It's a step in the right direction. An impassioned well, yeah, speech by Russell. So, yeah. all right. Bob, let's hear. What was your question again? I, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. No, no, let's talk about Anthony Lynn. Uh, you know, they pulled the play calling from him. You're saying we could keep that going next year. I'm wondering, does, do you think Anthony Lynn will want to come back mm. in that capacity? No chance. No, question. no, no chance. question. Probably not. No. Probably not. Anthony Lynn is gone after this season, I think. Unless no one wants him. I mean, I don't know. You know, he doesn't seem to be. Or if he but, wants to keep coaching. Man. And you know, one advantage though of Dan Campbell taking over the play calling now is he can keep the same concepts that Lynn installed and then build on it with a new offensive coordinator if like he wants to keep calling it or you know what I mean? But he now that he knows how to call this offense and knows it and it's installed, it doesn't have to necessarily be a full rebuild on offense next year if we bring someone new in. Yeah, but, but hey, along those lines yeah. too, that I just want to say that Campbell taking over the play calling shows uh how much this guy wants to win. I mean, he's True. not worried about uh, hurting anybody's feelings or whatever. He's just, he didn't like the way it was going. He thought he could <laughs> do better. So he, he took the reins. I mean, just that's what a good he's head done coach better. Does. So, you know, he's, he's always trying, he's probing, he's, you know, exploring different ways. He's, this guy just wants to win. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about that, but uh, I, yeah. I think you're right. And, you know, to that point, though, I think that's a good point, UJ, and that goes back to Connor's point, is that I think if Dan Campbell feels that he's not the best option, I think he'll gladly do what Connor's saying and, and want to find the better option. If he feel, But I think if he feels like he can keep doing this and do it at a high level, then he'll keep it. But I, I, don't, I don't think he would do it just because he wants to do it. I think he would make the, put the team first and pull, yeah. you know, bring in a pro. He's not a big ego guy. I mean, he's going to do what he thinks is best for the team, like over what he is right. good for himself. I think. But if he's confident going forward, I trust him. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him do it still. But 
he's kind of like rip on Yellowstone. You know, it's just it's about the ranch, man. You guys, it's all about the ranch. All right. You guys forget that sometimes, you know, it's not about you. It's about the ranch comes first. That's what yes. Everyone gets that reference. How many listeners? How many listeners? There's people out there that haven't watched Yellowstone yet. Oh, my my goodness. I have not seen Yellowstone. Yeah, boy. Never mind. It's about the ranch. Well, with this win, you guys, uh, you realize if the Lions win another game, they drop down to three in the draft order. We're a half fine game. With it. We have a half game lead on the top pick. That's fine. Right. No, I'm just oh, noting it. I'm just noting it. As of recording this podcast, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau has declared for the draft and he will not be playing in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, breaking news on the blue. We have seen the last of him. So if, whatever you feel about him is what you've seen it. You know, it'd be interesting if we True. fall to two in the draft. That's possible because that would take Kayvon Thibodeau out of the equation that we, we would get. Hutch- uh, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. And Hutchinson could go on. Well, yeah, that's true. I, I have a feeling that's not going to uh, happen. Just, uh, you know, he's in the top four for the Heisman. So, well, so. UJ, why would if you really, why would you want like an elaborate scenario where we fall a second to get the guy you want instead of just taking the guy you want at one? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I hope we fall at two, so maybe the other guy can no, because because there's always going to be a question with Thibodeau and Hutchinson, true. and and Thibodeau. It seems a more physical freak and all that stuff, and that's why he'll probably have the higher ceiling in people's minds. And uh, I can see that. Yeah, I think the pressure would be to take him over Hutchinson. That's all. Hutchinson would be such a great locker room guy, though. I think he would like. Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. His motor, but his production, his production quiets so many concerns. I mean, like when you produce like that, and it's not like he's like an overachiever. The guy has the the build of a freak himself, so he's a freak in his own right. Yeah. So I have no problem with we pulling the trigger on a guy like that. Yeah, we we act like he's some like hobo off the street that works hard. Like he actually is. <laughs> yeah. like, he he is a beast, and he's got yeah. great hands and good vision. <laughs> he he's a he's a uh, Marinelli type of uh, D lineman. He just pounds the rock with the chisel and the, yeah. <laughs> the pickaxe, yeah. hammer it home. That was UJ playing college ball. He's like a hobo off the street. That was well. me. Yeah, that was me. He did well in college. You know? <laughs> I did well for a the hobo, hobo the system. The hobo defensive system. <laughs> well, I remember getting off the train that day at camp. First day at camp. Went to win the Lions find themselves the uh, five games out of the seventh seat. Big Z says right. move on. Five games out of the seventh seat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so many other things have to happen, though. Like, uh, like a thousand <laughs> other results have to happen. Hey, well, the only thing we control is the see, wins. Uh, you know, I don't see the X on, uh, you know, the, I saw the, 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 uh, on the standings yet. We, we haven't been officially eliminated. So. The Marvel Infinity yeah, Stone right. had higher odds than the Lions do to make the playoffs. Hey, uh, Big Z, do you mind if I uh, switch the topic here? Because we, I think we covered the uh, defense or whatever. But uh, special teams yes, yes, continue to be excellent. Um, yes. Fox is a great punter. And I don't know if you guys saw this statistic. I don't know if it's changed this weekend but going into this past weekend this is the first year since 1960 that there was no punt returns for a touchdown and the longest punt return in the nfl was khalif raymond's 58 yard punt return against the steelers no oh, wow, um, nice. i thought that was kind of interesting that is yeah but, i think but, you know raymond's a good guy I'd like to highlight bob he's been i think he's been quietly had a good season for us yeah yeah he's been nice yeah, but our yeah. special teams do excel. We, we've been like very a good, good, like fourth receiver and like a complete offense. I feel uh, Raymond, like a good little puzzle piece to move around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want him to be your top guy for sure, but no, good puzzle yeah. piece. he's a solid too. I think, good, but our special teams guy. have been solid. Our coverage oh, yeah. and uh, how about Riley Patterson, consistent I mean, kicker? Yeah, 
Um, really, he looked really good in this game. Yeah. Uh, you think solid. if he was in the Steelers game, he would have won that game? <laughs> Might have. He, he yes. couldn't have produced a worse kick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah. We would have two wins, and we would be drafting third right now if we had had mm. it from the beginning. And we'd only be four games out of the playoffs instead of five. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I I, I want to see him uh, kick the rest of the way. He was a good kicker in college. Uh, signed off the Patriots practice squad, I believe. So you know some Patriots ties still on this team. Mm, yeah, not completely erased. Matt Patricia said, uh, "Here, I got a good one for you." Uh, he wanted to give us uh, you know, some love. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> um. All right, gentlemen. So I think that. Uh, is going to wrap it up here. But, man, you know, it's just good to come on here and talk about a win. Feels feels good, uh, man. Hopefully Absolutely. we have some more to talk about over the coming years on this podcast. I'm telling you, streak, boys, we this team wants to win, and they know how to do it now. There's more coming. More coming. Mark Absolutely. my words. All right. Absolutely. Exciting times in Detroit with a win. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're getting into this like high end like meta analysis of how they built this organization. It's like it's like you're like doing like this documentary of like a winning organization. It's like we just got our first win after like going on a 12 games losing streak. Like, <laughs> this should be paid attention to. <laughs> but it's all right because we're this is for posterity because we're gonna look back and this is how they're gonna document the success of the journey to the Super Bowl. Sure, absolutely. So. Paid. Um, the line is traveling to Denver, always a tough place to play um, on the road. Denver sucks. Uh, so okay. we'll be talking about that game. I believe there's seven and a half point underdogs right now. Again? Uh, Lions, one of the best teams against the spread in the NFL. Ugh. Eight points is what I Hell saw yeah. last. Yeah. Next, uh, next week, you can take the money line. I think the Lions are nine or – sorry, they played 12 games. Eight and four against the spread this year. So if you've been betting on the Lions, you've been making money, baby. I like how yeah. our, I like our defense next week. I think they're gonna have a good game against the Broncos. But you guys, uh, yeah. you know, everybody said the Lions can do it, but we predicted on this podcast that they were gonna win. This we did. Congrats yeah. to all of us. Now we, did the, the now we predicted the first ten weeks, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. um, we only yeah. we only track December onward on this podcast. Yeah. That's right. We're yeah. all one zero and zero. Hey, did you guys see? I don't know if we talked about this last week, but. Darius Slay's tweet about the Cowboys. He's yeah. like, I would never want to play for them, those cheaters. And he talked about the game <laughs> that they, the playoffs. Yeah, I'm glad oh, you never let yeah, it go yeah. because I've never let it it's go. Awesome. I've never let that game go. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, so just to wrap this up, Instagram, Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, Twitter, at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on uh, the big victory. Where do you think, uh, you know, this? what this means for the trajectory of the team going forward? Um, so if I didn't mention, I, I'd mention it, but you know, it doesn't hurt twice at drinking lines at drinking the blue Kool-Aid on Instagram at drinking lines on Twitter, um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please leave a review and please subscribe to this podcast. We greatly appreciate that. That is for certain. Other than that, thanks to our producer, Kid J and Kid thank J. you to the Detroit Lions for getting a victory for us. And of course, yes. Thank you, Red Dog. Sidelinereport.com. Um, we're the official podcast there now, so our podcast is embedded on there. That's another place you can go listen, but also check out that content because it's good. Uh, but other than that, thank you everybody for listening. Enjoy the this is a great it's a great start to your week when the lines are coming off of victory. Such a different oh, yeah. vibe. 
I slept better That's last night. Good, I know. Um, Stars in alignment. Victory so. Mondays have always said very well for me. Right, especially True. when they're rare <laughs> this year. Right. Yeah. Oh right. When God. it's your first one in a year, yeah, it hits especially hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, so that's going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. And last but not least, as always, forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and game.